This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Today on The God Pod, before he was going into surgery, they played like a very long 30-minute industrial of like actors pretending their family, showing like what he was going to need to do post-surgery. This might be the last movie my dad ever sees. Let's make it a little more entertaining. But how exactly on brand for humanity? I think on brand would be like halfway through the era commercial for Crest Whitening Strips. (laughs) And The Rock's so famous, he has fans who go like, um, Rock, are you going to weigh in on this? And he's just at home, like, lifting weights for the fifth hour of the day. And he's like, please, please, can I just can I just relax for two seconds? Do I have to address everything? And then he has to go back and go, hey, I, I had not seen this compilation. Uh, because unlike you guys, I'm not on Twitter eight hours a day. <laughs> this world is a comedy to those that think, a tragedy to those that feel. Hmm. Sounds like something a goth would say. (laughs) Whatever, Horace. The person he was talking to was like, I just asked, how are you doing, man? Hi, everyone. God here. You're listening to The God Pod. I'm here today with my pals, Jesus. Hey. And uh, also, John Marco is here. John Marco. Hello, God. Yeah. Yes. Hi. The angel and comedian John Marco Sarisi. That's very sweet. I didn't know Jews got to be angels, but (laughs) I'll take it. Oh, right. Well. Don't take it back. Just just ask Moses. I I mean, we've got plenty of Jewish angels. We don't discriminate like that up here in heaven. Especially when you're a guest on the podcast. Everybody's an angel who comes on here. I thought Heaven's whole thing was discrimination. I mean, isn't that kind of the name whoa, of the game? Whoa, 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 whoa. Not All that right. kind, not that kind of, you know, the the good and bad. Yeah, heaven or hell. We do spend a good amount of time determining who's going to hell or coming up here. Yeah, I mean, we don't live in douchebags and we've got laser turrets on the, the walls. For sure. I mean, that's I wouldn't call that discrimination. Anyway, let's point the <laughs> finger at someone else. Let's jump right in. <laughs> Okay, this big thing happened yesterday on Sunday. Here I am, it's Sunday, it's my day off. I'm really just playing video games for hours on end, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm really into this Assassin's Creed thing and assassinating people in ancient Greece. That's what God does. And wow, I log on to the Twitter.com and a whole thing happened. Can you explain that? Whitney Cummings is being challenged for her support of Joe Rogan after she said that comedians did so not- So Whitney s- Cummings, who is that? A comedian herself. Oh, I've never heard of her. What? She's a, she's so a she, big coach. She had a TV show called Whitney Yeah. Uh, with her romantic interest. I'm sure you know, uh, Chris D'Elia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm sorry. I missed it. She wrote for Roseanne. She's a she's a very accomplished uh, a writer and comedian. Oh, okay. Oh, it's got a funny name. She'd be a got, great name, guest. And her name's got comedy. <laughs> so that's that's why she got into comedy. I get it. I get her whole deal. Go on. So she said in regards to Joe Rogan, don't look to why so many people trust Joe Rogan. Look to why so few people trust the mainstream media. Comedians uh-huh. did not sign up to be your hero. It's our job to be irreverent and dangerous, to question dangerous. authority, and take you through a spooky mental haunted house so you can arrive at your own con- conclusions. Stay focused on the people we pay taxes to to be moral leaders. Comedians did not sign up to be your, your hero, right? But he wasn't being a comedian in this, you know, he's under fire because he's sharing a lot of misinformation about COVID, not to be funny. Oh, also uh, saying the N-word a lot of times. Yeah. That's the, uh, apparently that's the being dangerous part. Mm-hmm. Um, also to question authority, like, and then, um, so you missed it, Jesus. This is just very cringe, okay? <laughs> I don't know much about what cringe is, but this is it. I know cringe when I see it. And then Mark Marion responded, maybe add to be funny to the list. <laughs> <laughs> what did you make of this, John Marco? 
Well, first let's 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 start with the part that I I do agree. I think that first part of the tweet, don't look to why so many people trust Joe Rogan, look to why so few people trust the mainstream media. I think that's a fair point. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of reasons people don't trust the mainstream media and I do think that's an important question. Such a right-wing thing to say. Okay, yeah. Of course, of course. <laughs> now, now yeah, but I mean the mainstream media, I mean all of it. I mean, you know, there's, there's like Fox is like the mainstream media. I'm like, that's you motherfucker. You're the mainstream media. Yeah. Yeah. But the second part is where I think uh, the my cringe comes in. I find that usually most comedians, comedians' jobs uh, tend to have nothing to do with comedy. Uh, it, it tends to be dog walking. <laughs> it tends to be uh, uh, DoorDash. It tends Dude, to be all oh, sorts that was of my favorite one. Oh. Um, so so I there is this real this, estate exactly. There is this thing where podcasting got uh just incorporated into stand-up comedy. Like this whole line of thought came from Lenny Bruce and comedians making crafted jokes on stage in a very particular medium. And then all of a sudden podcasting became like part of that umbrella that some people were like, well, this is comedy. And it's like, is it comedy or is it just broadcasting thoughts? Is it news? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And what then, does it and become? Your part- there's all these right-wing people who are like, oh, I was just making a joke. Yes. When I said to burn them in the ovens, that was a joke. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so so just like her description of comedy is so uh, <laughs> like if if instead of a comedy club, they called it a spooky mental haunted house. <laughs> I think you'd struggle selling tickets to that show. I don't, I don't want to get I do not want to be self-righteous. I don't want to pretend like I haven't made jokes that that uh, are. I'm not going to uh, pretend that I am am not a, an extreme narcissist who thinks I can save the world through my comedy. But yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> they, uh, and and there's just this thing where it, people talk about com- comedians and everything other than the joke part. They're like comedians mm-hmm. are. They talk about comedians like they're revolutionaries. Like like right. they're. But you like know what it is? It's part of the hero worship for like when a comedian's really dope, and you're like, oh. That, you know, and, and nothing else is working and the world, everything in the world sucks. And then here comes this person saying something funny. They're saying the truth and you're like, oh, there's still hope. But like, for example, George Carlin, you know, was like, would be Lenny Bruce, George Carlin, that kind of comedian, Richard Pryor, you know, all these people. They're doing lines of coke and they're saying F- you to the Pope. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> you just saved the world. Yeah. But we love, you know, we love those George Carlin clips. Like, I think he, it felt a little different because George Carlin was like going after the Catholic Church. And you're like, yeah, that's a, that's an institution that could mm-hmm. get knocked down a peg. <laughs> I mean, you know a lot about that, God. Oh, yeah. I don't get any of that money. You know, he, yeah, he, he would tell you himself, though, in his own book that he has no hope for any of this ever being solved. <laughs> sure. He doesn't think that there's any hope that it's, that the world just watching the um, toilet swirl around the drain. Right, mm-hmm. that's the phase of society you're in. So, I think, but to be funny is, yeah, that's a good goal for a comedian, right? That is a comedian's job. I, I, I think that that when, should be the when primary. When not doing Uber, so the, I, there were some really funny tweets that people dropped <laughs> yesterday of this vein, and I wanted to read some of them to you, Jesus. Let's hear them. This one's by Nick Turner. The job of a comedian isn't to make you feel safe. It's to get your Uber Eats ordered quickly and safely to your house. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Oh, man. Everybody was just teeing off on this. And I, I like it because, you know, comedians, the one thing you should never do is take yourself seriously. Mm-hmm. It's just it's so easy to do. And you can see people doing it at all levels, you know, like, oh, I got so many people listening to me. I got so many people watching this show. Oh, you, they've got to, you know, got so many people putting all their hopes in you. You got to save the world for comedy. So anyway, um, that was fun. We're going to talk about it more. Uh, people are just, <laughs> it's a fun time to be on Twitter. Right, John Marco? Yes. Is it it's, uh It's enjoyable for this brief moment. You know, it always vacillates between being fun and being a nightmare. (laughs) Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. 
Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. I love Truebill. They've saved me over $200. I use Truebill and you should too. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash GodPod. Go right now. Truebill.com slash GodPod. It could save you thousands a year. Well, let's get to the interview part. Welcome, John Marco. Welcome to the GodPod. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. I'm going, on, uh, I'm going on Joe Rogan after this, so no, no, that's not <laughs> a labor. I'm sure. I'm sure. You're a comedian, right? That's your job? Uh, uh, yes, it is. So what is the job of the comedian in all seriousness, though? In all seriousness, I just think it's to, to uh, make a, a room full of people have a good time. Mm-hmm. To be able to to spin things into humor, but uh, that's the ultimate goal is the humor part. Right? You yeah. you can be you can I guess speak truth to power. You can challenge things, but ultimately, uh, making most people of these, bust a f-ing gut laughing. Yeah, that's ultimately the goal. And you're you're not speaking truth to power if you are cultivating a fan base that fully agrees with you and then repeating what already are the agreed upon points within that fan base. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that sounds like an echo chamber. They don't like that. But uh, I do I do like it when the comedians make me laugh like you do. Very kind. You know, you're very physical with the comedy. I love that. You're all over the stage. You're you're, you're incorporating all the elements. You love to see it. You got, yes, I'm very, you got very, very theatrical. Sneakers. Yes, I know. I'm a big, I'm a, I put on a big show. I once did a show with a bunch of drag queens and one of them told me to take it down a notch. And I think. <laughs> Nobody drags you like a drag queen. Hey, there you go. There you go. It's, it's true. I, uh, they are cutting. I've, I was told once for a comedy club, they said I was two one man show. <laughs> and I mean, I threw my pasties to the ground. I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> and that's the magic trick. Exactly. How do you make us laugh? Uh, I, I always viewed it like a um, sort of like akin to a magician where it's just this little trick that's being pulled. And the end result is not you being like, oh, it's you just laughing. And yeah. I always wanted to figure out how do you do that trick? Because I think it's good when people laugh. It really helps them deal with the uh, trauma of living in the world that I created. That's true. That's true. You just gotta. That's that's where I think comedy is. Again, there's all this like uh, you speak the truth, and I'm like, I think it's better. The better goals make something that's really sad funny. That's more yeah. impressive to me. Exactly. It really helps dealing with the spooky mental haunted house that is existence. Speaking truth to power is literally like journalism's job. Right, right, That's right. That's journalism's never, job. You know how it is, John Marco. They never f-ing do it because they, you know, they're in with the corporations and the cops and they got to. Well, there you go. Act, you agree. Access reporting. And, you agree with Whitney Cummings' first tweet. You know what? Maybe she's f-ing right. I'm coming around. I'm coming. I can see how this could be read bad, like, you know, but I'm just as cringe. so but in all reality you make most of your money doing stock modeling right well i i I did things have gone a little better since those days (laughs) i can you tell uh, i watched your comedy central set yes i I, you know i can thank you you're one of three and (laughs) i would the the stock thank you so much the stock photo uh, that's how i did make uh, when i was a first an actor in new york there was a kind of a fun time where i could say yes to everything i wasn't part of any unions so i was i was doing all sorts of weird stuff people would say just you know mate do this pose put this in your ass i'll take a picture and i said (laughs) that's fantastic medical experiments that sort of thing oh one thing i never got to do I wish I'd, I'd still do it now where hospitals or 
uh, uh, where they're training people to be doctors. You can be an actor. You pretend to be a patient, and they take care of you. And I would it's love not too to late. Be, you can still do it for the material. I'd love to be the world's most difficult patient in the entire world. I would probably make too many jokes about like shitting myself, <laughs> and they'd be like, "Oh, you didn't have to actually do it. This is just kind oh, of oh, you an get to be alive. I thought you had to just like lay there like a cadaver, like you're on CSI." I miss doing. You know, I. My father, he had a he had heart surgery last year, mm. and um, it wasn't successful. He's still very much alive. But we were watching the video that they play before he was going into surgery. They played like a very long thirty minute in- industrial of like actors pretending their family, showing like uh, what he was going to need to do oh, post surgery. That's excruciating. Yeah, it's excruciating because, like, you know, this might be Just the last me, movie yeah. my dad ever sees. Let's make it a little more entertaining. Let's let's get Marvel in there. Let's have a little <laughs> bit of fun. Instead, you have the, the 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 worst actors in the entire world. But how exactly on brand for humanity? That's the last thing they show you. <laughs> I, I think on brand would be like halfway through the era commercial for Crest Whitening strips. <laughs> Just you know case. that your house is a bank. <laughs> yeah. So your your corpse looks good in the coffin. Crest whitening strips. Start now. <laughs> yeah. Have you considered uh, where you're buying your coffin? Oh, wow. Um, speaking about being a bad patient, how do you feel about getting therapy? Because I've been, I, I get it on the podcast every week. I do an episode once a week with my therapist. It's not healthy. It's not working. <laughs> I listen. I'm 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 pretty close to that con- needing content wise. Just saying, like, please, let's just. I I am a, a big therapy advocate. It comes with a lot of caveats because everyone always every time I talk about therapy, you get this caveat: a, it's way too expensive; b, which is true. But there are places and you know some parts of America where you can get like discount therapy. Like I, that's how I started. I went to a place. It's the same way you can get like discount haircuts at beauty schools. <laughs> and your worst case scenario, the depression grows back. So I, I mean, it always will. It always, always will. Yeah, and someone and, who's like training to be a therapist is basically as good as they're ever going to be. Like now, sure. And, and maybe you'll get a bad one, and you'll you'll find someone else. And uh, some people think therapy is just like a way to like blame everything on your parents, but you can blame your siblings, you can blame your roommates. There's all sorts of ways to explore. Mm. <laughs> and ultimately, it's just like, it's it's just so you can talk to someone, man. Yeah. Just yeah. so you can talk to someone. Who's like, if they're good, they're just like chill. They're like, actually oh, listening. Really? Oh, yeah. And they're actually listening to you and not like drawing something. And there's bad therapists, too. I mean, my God, some people, some oh, people yeah. are like, oh, I'm in a fight with my therapist. I'm like, you're in a fight with your therapist. What's talking f- about? <laughs> is that a real thing? Oh yeah, some people like my therapist is very much a. I know very little about her. I know well, she of has worse that she shouldn't know. Yeah, yeah, she has at least one kid. Uh, I don't. Yeah, yeah, and she does that on purpose. Of course. If I ask her any questions, like once I, I she was going on vacation, and I was like, I was like, uh, where are you going on vacation? And she was like. Why are you Ooh, under my bed? She took it there. So yes, yes. <laughs> she there's, but I think it's frustrating sometimes. But I also feel like it's for the best because then I might like have opinions about her. Right. Uh, you know, if she expressed she, to me know, like she's going to she Hawaii, told, is that okay? I know the way they don't want you to go right now, but she's going. Yeah, yeah, or she'd be going, or, or something like you weird. Follow like, her there, yeah, you know. They, there's a real issue with men being um, insane. Absolutely, right. Absolutely, it's not personal, it's not personal. Like I asked out. I think on the last episode, I asked my therapist out on a date. Still yeah, what was up with hear. that? She's married. What? Yeah, that. What was up with that? That was. I just strange. think it would be fun if God was dating his therapist. <laughs> okay, that's a fun it's... headline. Oh, uh, I had I had the worst Freudian slip with my. Oh, don't get me started on Freud. Okay, he's overrated. Talk about a fight. I got in a fight with him. I said, "Get the f- out," and that was not a Freudian slip. Go on. Uh, so my therapist, her her last name is Goldberg. Nice. Um, like the TV it, show. Yeah, yeah, and it's okay to reveal that because it doesn't really narrow it down. Um, <laughs> but her last name is is Goldberg, and twice now I've called her mommy. 
<laughs> so it's a very challenging. I uh, can I just say something? I've been thinking about Freud recently. That's okay, like, and that's okay. <laughs> Freud had it like so easy, like just to be the first psychologist. Have some cocaine. Yeah. yeah, or just just to be like you know, like oh, you keep dreaming about like uh, a candy cane going into a hole. Ooh, maybe this has something to do with sex. Yeah, fucking <laughs> obviously. Duh. Yeah. I, <laughs> first guy there. The first guy there. He gets to say any, and he got to get that classic line where he smokes cigars all the time, and he said, "Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar." And I'm like, fuck you, Freud. You don't get to say that. You accused everyone of wanting to f- their mom, and now a cigar is just a cigar. Whoa, wait. I Did, did he say that because cigars are sexual? Uh, well, yeah, because he didn't want anyone to accuse him of just oh, like... sucking on a big brown dick. Exactly. Big, a big brown dick. Oh, one of my favorite... I, I want to find it. Someone had a tweet once where they said, what you have to understand about Freud is his mom was super hot. And that's... <laughs> <laughs> and i was, was like great. that was brilliant uh, <laughs> i'll find out who said it because i think that, that was brilliant that's gold yeah i want to follow um, them I yeah follow them. and my my dad's he, my dad's a real freudian because he thinks everything is my mom's fault too <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wish i had a mom i could blame her anyway um so you've got your own podcast too right how's that going what's that called it's called The Downside with Trevor oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just like I had to ask myself, what kind of mood am I in once a yeah. week? And it was uh it was it was not good. And so yeah. I said, I'll have a podcast where people are encouraged to complain and uh kvetch wow. and wow. uh we just we just anything that's positive. Oh, you know who would love to be a guest on your podcast? Oh. Moses. Sure. Moses sure. loves to kvetch. We got a lot Jesus. of Jews, a lot yeah. of Jews on the podcast. It was not meant to be a Jewish podcast, but it really has uh, become one. <laughs> you too, God. I mean, you do a lot of complaining yourself Shut about up, all Jesus. the all the humans. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I, I'm sorry. I should I should not have. Sometimes you have an outburst and you're like, no, I. We're gonna have to end up deleting this episode. <laughs> Great, fantastic. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, John Margo. <laughs> so the downside, how's that going? It's good. I, I uh You got a lot of cool comedian friends that you've had on the show. Very good comedians. We uh my God, who do we have recently? Ashley Ray was a really good episode. Wow. Uh uh we had Alex Brightman, he's a Broadway guy. I find what's uh it, it's a lot of fun. It it's tough. Sometimes you have people who really don't want to complain. They really or like something in them, and I think this is mm-hmm. what social media That's does. It's not good for their brand, bro. They're yeah, yeah. They're like they're like, oh, I don't want to come off as unhappy or ungrateful. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. this is the safe mm-hmm. space to do that. You See, that's be. what I love about Jewish culture is the complaining. Complaining doesn't mean <laughs> you're having a bad time. That's that's the thing. Is like I it's venting you're venting and you're enjoying that's the way you take in the world you 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 are enjoying the salad but how could it be better that's (laughs) really it's a it's a form of optimism you're constantly letting people know how it could be better i gotta ask you on behalf of moses what is your bagel combination oh well listen i have to be i have to be honest i'm very uh carb conscious uh-huh. Uh, it's which I that's that's not cool to say at all. <laughs> you have, you're watching your figure though. Yeah, I I guess I was. I was you a, might blow up. Well, I was I was a heavy set kid, and then oh, okay. In in high school, uh, I grew five inches in one year. All the fat spread out. My my mom told me it was my second chance, <laughs> and no, and second and last chance. So, I, how tall are you now? I'm I'm six foot four, but it has stayed that nice. way for a long time. So uh, when I get the bagel, I do, I'm kind of in everything. I'll either do mm-hmm. onion is great, uh, but in everything bagel is is right up my alley. Put all the shit on it. And then, all the uh, shit, schmear. Schmear. Uh, Locks, capers, yeah, onions. Yeah, onions. Uh, truly go to town. everything. My man's hungry. <laughs> all right. Check out his podcast, The Downside, if you want to have a laugh. Uh, do you also do the TikTok? Do you twerk on TikTok? I I should probably twerk. I'd be doing better on TikTok. I tell jokes. 
Occasionally they get taken down. I was kicked off yeah. recently and really? brought back. Why do they take you down? Is it because you said uh, bad words? Uh, yeah, it depends. Like, it's very random. Uh, sometimes it doesn't, it, they don't seem to notice. Sometimes they do. Sometimes you can appeal. I think sex is the biggest one for them. Sex and, like, mm. hate mm. speech. And, mm. like... Hate speech I know someone include... who said bitch in, in, in a thing and it got taken down. That's oh, yeah. It. But I've said bitch a lot of times in them and it doesn't get taken down. It really is random. Uh. And then, like, I, I was going to post one something about there's nothing scarier at a comedy show than a white woman in a plastic tiara. Oh, no, and... no, no. You can't. That's the one thing you can't make fun of on these social media channels. Is the white exactly. Exactly. No. The TikTok would probably take that one down. We'll see. But it's not, listen, it's a tough thing. Twitter, some people say it has a lack of censorship, but then you go to TikTok and let me tell you, mm. that is not what you want. It sucks. That yeah. is not what you want at They'll actually all. like delete people's accounts. Oh, yeah. Just by a machine doing it. By a machine and- That's messed know. up, you know, because people are like, oh, this is the new thing and I got to get on there and I got to make my way and I'm going to come up on TikTok. And then they're like, you're f***ing banned. Well, that's the You're problem I have with all these all these apps, and, and this is where I'm worried. I'm becoming more uh, uh, I don't know what you want to call the view because I've started to think these these platforms are so uh, uh, ubiquitous and so powerful and so like uh, necessary. You're right. That part of me is like they're borderline public utilities. I agree. Like, they should be they sh- they should be broken up and legislated and all that because they are. They really are. Come yeah, on. yeah. And again, if you you know if you uh, if if some entity decides that your joke you shouldn't have said the word bitch, you can't lose access to the roads because it's you'd be bullshit. fucked. Yeah, exactly. Come on. And these are digital it's too roads. Harsh of a punishment. These are digital roads. Poor Donald so. Trump <laughs> <laughs> got got the only guy banned right before we made it illegal to ban people. <laughs> well, we're keeping it that way. What's that, I Jesus? did a um, I did a Instagram live a couple weeks ago, and you know, typically when you do these, you can repost you did? them. Yeah, I yeah, hear, I, did. I didn't see this on the news. Yeah, well, I know. Well, I'll tell you why because they Fizzles. typically let you repost them to your grid after the fact. Well, I tried to repost it, and it said. Instagram is a, you know, we're, we're creating a, a, a safe community here for everybody. So we won't let you repost this. But they didn't say why they're not letting me Poor post bastard. it. I must have said something. I did mention the Afghanistan war. Oh, no, you can't <laughs> do that. Go. No, that got me. That got me in big heaps trouble. It's nuts. You can't even tell. Like, no, I, no, no, on, no. I, I compared, you know, I'm not saying anything I too edgy. The, yeah, no. I, I, who who knows how they just decided one day they push the button they're like you talk about Afghanistan you're dead all these algorithms somewhere broken. there's some like little kid he's taking a selfie he lives in Afghanistan he takes a <laughs> selfie and Instagram's like no you can't post this no yeah. this is a <laughs> contrary where you live is very controversial the only thing that they want is they want you to be 16 or 17 and working that money maker. On TikTok and Instagram Reels, that that you're not going to get banned because you're not cursing. Talk about K-pop, but you're giving them exactly what they want—that arebrophile content, right? Is that is that was that the right term? Uh, a febophile. A febophile. That yeah, that that's the thing with TikTok. They they took down my joke about efebophiles, <laughs> uh, and, and that yet that, that that's their entire market share. Exactly, that is their business model. Well, how do you feel about the Pope? <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's the thing. When you get too old for TikTok, it's kind of like you're like, oh, what do you like to do for fun? Oh, I go to talent shows at preschools. And it's like, oh, that's, that's a little weird. No, that's what you're you not, no, you, I don't go alone. I go with my wife. <laughs> Someone's wife. And then, yes, then I find my favorite kids and I follow them. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I follow them. I follow all my favorite kids, yes. I love their dancing. Okay, um, (laughs) how much do you love comedy? I I love comedy a lot. I I think, like, people who really love comedy or are comedians, we're addicted to just, like, the, whatever the tickle is of a punchline. You know, it it like, it it adds spice to a conversation. When I talk to someone who doesn't make any jokes, you're like, what are we... This is the worst. 
Yeah. Like, like this is it's the most like boring. To a dead fish. This is the most boring telling of your mom dying of cancer I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. Could we get some some pops in there, buddy? Yeah. Wow. All right, so let's move on. Got something you'd like to promote? I'll be headlining the Lincoln Lodge in uh, Chicago, February 17th. Nice. Um, And then otherwise, I I got a lot of dates starting in March. I'm going to be in Michigan. I'm going to be in Vegas. I'm going to be in L.A., Indianapolis, uh, Chicago again. So just find me online. It's it's my name, Gianmarco Cerezi, on Mm. all platforms, including tiktok and you're tearing it up on the twitter too i appreciate it twitter is is always the tough one it's the one i feel like uh is is for the smart people and so i <laughs> i i'm trying I'm oh trying. i think you're greatly overestimating <laughs> i don't know yeah there's yeah. a lot of awful people you get all kinds sure but go, go on tiktok and then you tell me which is the smarter i'm not saying oh. like Ooh, it's for phds wow. i'm just saying no, like it's a yeah. difference between uh, preschool and fifth grade <laughs> <laughs> why did i make humans so dumb well because you made us in us. your image <laughs> so let's read uh some reviews jesus it's been a while yeah, thanks everybody who left some reviews for us recently. This one came from Kino Lucci Doll, title mm-hmm. Once an Atheist, Now a Believer. I was a lifelong atheist up until I heard the God Pod gospel. Hallelujah. Praise you. Amen. Nice. Wow. Another We got one back. Yeah. <laughs> I can feel my powers surging. <laughs> and uh, this is from LZD. Also five stars. Uh, great episode, great insights, meaning yours, Mary Mags. I can face February now. Oh, wow. So Mary Mags will be bummed to miss this one. but Yeah, there was so much Mary Mags praise after last week's episode. Boy, like this first question and ask God, I actually said, this is, this is funny because I already talked about this on the last episode, but I was going to say it again today with her here but someone let me ask you a question said when does mary mag start having your own podcast i could listen to her intelligence for hours and you missed it again mary i tried twice i'm just not (laughs) telling her jesus because the last thing we want is her starting her own podcast (laughs) no no maybe that's why she's not here today (laughs) no shut up no and then we got this i got this anonymous i'm gonna leave it anonymous but okay. one of our listeners said, I was feeling pretty down yesterday, having dark thoughts. Then I listened to your last two episodes. They made me feel better. I no longer was having the dark thoughts. Thanks. Aww. Wow. You see? You see that? We are heroes. We are. We're saving so the common. world. I'm going to go <laughs> stare in the mirror and flex my pecs for hours. Okay. okay. Um <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Maybe a little too far, but we're glad, okay. Anonymous, right. that you uh, God that, that the podcast can help in that way. Now, let's do this. What did you think of this? We started this like the last episode, Jesus. Yeah. Philosophy talk. Yeah. For right? that one person who wanted something a little It's deeper. about time, though. It's the God Pod. <laughs> we should talk about the meaning of life and philosophy. Yeah. So we got some good ones here. First, but from John Marco, help me how to say this. Shalom Alakheim. Am I saying that right? Oh, man. Shalom? A-L-E-I-C-H-E-M is the last name. Playwright of Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> Shalom Alechaim. That sounds good. Gotta, that sounds that's good. That sounds good. And that's all that matters. He said, life is a dream for the wise, a game for the fool, a comedy for the rich, a tragedy for the poor. Tell me one more time. Life is a dream for the wise, a game for the fool. A comedy for the rich, a tragedy for the poor. If I was a rich man, wasn't that good? (laughs) That was very, very good. This quote inspired that song. Such a good song. song. It's it's true, you know. I agree with it. I got to say, I I see uh, life as a game a little bit, so that makes sense to me. So I guess that means, according to him, you're a fool. Yeah, I'm certainly not rich. (laughs) Uh, And... But the whole idea that it's a comedy for the rich, I feel like the rich are super depressed. I, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a. They didn't say a good comedy. It's it's mm. they're stuck in a bad it, comedy. Does it kind of mm-hmm. mean like it? Life's a joke if you're rich. 
you don't have to take things as seriously. Yeah. Yeah, you're removed. Uh, you're removed from it all. You don't have the consequences of the ups and downs. Right, I get it. It's like you yeah. can enjoy, like, you know, in a comedy if someone has a piano fall on them and they they die because you're not you're not getting hurt by the piano. So oh, like, that's yeah. one of our next quotes. Wow, you're 10 steps ahead of us, Marco. As always, as Mel Brooks said, tragedy is when I cut my finger. Comedy is when you fall into an open sewer and die. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I guess that means comedy is just about hating your fellow man and hoping they die. I get it. Well, I th- I think people that have a lot of empathy sometimes that's why they don't like dark jokes. I think sometimes people right. who enjoy dark jokes are because like our empathy valves are turned off a little so we don't like really imagine hmm. the thing we're saying. You could say anything maybe, to me. Maybe they're just angry, you know, if you're furious about a lot of stuff. Dark humor appeals to you more, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, I could see that. But, like, I know my dad, uh, like, like he doesn't watch sad things because he'll start feeling it so intensely and relating it mm-hmm. to his own life. And I'm like, it's just a, it's fake. Me too. I do the same thing. I don't watch scary movies. Mm, I try yeah. to avoid sad shows like Station Eleven. And yeah. I'm just like, I'm going to watch funny stuff. And that's it. Yeah. Um... Here's one from Horace Walpole. Who was that? He was the writer of the first gothic novel, so the creator of goth culture. (laughs) This world is a comedy to those that think, a tragedy to those that feel. Hmm. Sounds like something a goth would say. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, whatever, Horace. And then the, and then the, the the person he was talking to was like, I just asked, how are you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's life. What are you gonna do? Let's uh let's talk about some goddamn news. I, yeah, that was talk a comedy themed philosophical segment. Exactly. I like that theme. Good nice. good theme. Yeah, so returning to our top story now. Uh, so so over the weekend, Spotify. Why is it the top story? Why? Well, I, I I don't know. You made it so. <laughs> oh yeah, because I, I, I make things the way they are, right? Spotify pulled more than 110 episodes of Joe Rogan's podcast uh, because apparently many of these episodes had him saying the N word in them, and he actually. Uh-huh. I like how Jesus says that the N word. The N word. He yeah. he's did like that. you know like we're scared to say that. Okay. I, I wasn't scared to say it. I'm just because you're a decent soul, Jesus. I mean, I wasn't scared to say this guy, the phrase seventy the times. Like that's just you're playing. Like you knew it was wrong, man. Come on. Yeah. You know, you don't don't play like it was a different time. No, 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 no. The reason this controversy started, setting the obvious aside, the events of the past couple of weeks, some um, a kind of supercut, if you will, of many times he's said the N word on his podcast came out and then um or resurfaced and then so he apologized for the repeated use and i just saw this morning that apparently this was his decision to remove all of these episodes mm-hmm. and spotify again was condemning what he said on the podcast but i just saw on twitter just now that a a, a platform called rumble just offered him 100 million to move to their platform Really? So he's really? Looking, yeah, he's looking at a, a, a good potential payday. <laughs> <laughs> Is that real? Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't lie to me. No, yeah, no, it was too. just it was just the on ex- Twitter. The exact hundred million. Yeah, and I'm sure he'll hold out for someone who offers when when Jeff Bezos offers two hundred million. Yeah, and right. then yeah. Neil Young has to move again to Title. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for Title to promote that. Yeah, <laughs> the home for Neil Young Title. The, the home for for when Beyonce's first releases and Neil Young title. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't do this before. Like, I know. well, it's a lot. It's a lot. Like, you know, sometimes these deals get made, and you'd be shocked that they didn't hire someone to listen to every single episode because it's a lot. Yes. And also, the thing you have to understand is like. The episodes were already on Spotify's platform. The deal was for all further episodes to be exclusive. So they didn't necessarily like go backwards and like recheck these things. Like, well, yeah, check your work. Even <laughs> it's that, only 100 million. Right. Even that compilation they're playing, uh, 
of him saying the N-word. That compilation, I saw that years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That existed. Exactly. Like, like uh, this has all been known for a long time. And all yeah. of a sudden, it's like. But that's a lot of things these days where it's just like, well, did it stick now? Did it stick later? That's mm-hmm. why I just, I, I, so much of what we care about is just dictated by whatever is trending right now. Yeah, that Twitter, it's hard the to po- the power yeah. of Twitter. Wow, insane! That, but that's why that's why people always like talk. People on every if people talk about cancel culture, all these things. I go, it's really tw- it's really algorithms that you're thinking about. It's yeah. it's that's what's scary. It's not cancel culture. It's the internet's ability to quickly, uh, uh, sometimes for better, sometimes for worse, like quickly get a bunch of people to focus on one thing in a world filled with horrors, uh, Whitney Cummings' <laughs> mind, in a world filled with horrors, to get everyone to focus on just one thing. It is, you know, and what's scary about that from a different angle is what people decide to focus on is insanely mercurial, like just yeah, and it's all random. Easy. It's random AF. It's easy to focus on the things that you really can't do anything about, so you can like enjoy uh, talking about it without having to like you know put on your shoes. And- no, but I think that's why this issue is is so such out of frenzy because it's something that people feel like they can do something about. You know, it's it's like uh, uh, protest that's working because Spotify lost four billion dollars. And they're all freaking out and they're whitewashing the, they're rewriting history by deleting the episodes and whitewash. That's what whitewashing is, right? Jesus. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> this is literally whitewashing. Or covering up vices, crimes, or scandals. Yeah. That's when you're white and you delete all your episodes that have the N word in it. Or when 30 rock removed the five episodes that had blackface in it. Oh yeah. yeah that's, that's also whitewashing i remember yeah. i was i was rewatching 30 rock and i uh, like tried to click on an episode and i was like we can't play this episode and i was like what do you mean <laughs> what do you mean you can't play the episode <laughs> and and of course we, as with all these things you could just go all i did was google 30 rock whatever season two episode eight and it was uh, there right once yeah. it's on the internet it's there forever it's never going away yeah so spotify said the company won't be silencing him I guess the question now is like, how much longer is his contract and will he leave after that? Because things have fallen apart. But The Rock had actually supported Joe <laughs> uh-oh, Rogan. Oh, The Rock. Oh, no. boy. The Rock. The Rock really <laughs> put his elbow in his mouth. Yeah. Uh, sometimes he just should stay quiet. What did he say? I never caught what he so, said. So, wait. Go ahead. You want to explain it, John? Yeah. Uh, so I, because I've, I've, uh, I've had some. The Rock and I have had some Twitter back and forth. Oh, and, that's uh, right. Oh shit. Holy shit. So I listen. I, I'm not. I'm not here to besmirch The Rock, but I think he, <laughs> he, he, he went through. <laughs> you know, he's 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 a guy. He wants to smooth things over. He unless, seems like a nice guy. Well, sure, but that is sure that that's the brand, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> and he's he likes to smooth things over uh, when it doesn't involve Vin Diesel and he basically you know Joe Rogan apologized or Joe Rogan had that first thing about you know vaccines and kind of apologizing and The Rock was like hey this seems sincere Joe Rogan's a good guy can't wait to meet up and share some tequila with you brother and then immediately immediately that was followed by the compilation video (laughs) and so and The Rock's so famous he has fans who go like um, Rock, are you going to weigh in on this? And he's just at home, like lifting weights for the fifth hour of the day. And he's like, please, please, can I just, can I just relax for two f- seconds? Do I have to address everything? Do I have to address everything? And then he has to go back and go, hey, I, I had not seen this compilation uh, because unlike you guys, I'm not on Twitter eight hours a day. I'm a f- movie star. But now I that I life. now that I know it, yes, of course. Are you surprised? I don't think it's good. I am working out twelve hours a day trying to maintain the franchise exactly. And then he so he pulled it. He he pulled his support of Joe Rogan. And apparently that means everything because the real president is the rock. He will be. I don't know and why. I, I don't know why he wants to be willing. That's the only thing where I don't like I don't know if he actually wants to do that. Being a president sucks. Yeah. 
President saying Camacho. that just gets him some good publicity. Not that he <laughs> needs more, but so that's that for the Joe Rogan story for now. Mm-hmm. Couple other stories today. GOP bill would ban teachers from talking about LGBTQ people because it offends Christian values. Huh. Yeah, this is a bill in Tennessee, and it would prohibit any mentioning of LGBTQ history. Uh, you, yeah. you know what they should do? Because, like, a lot of presidents were probably gay or bisexual. So, like, the teachers should then be like, great, we will not talk about Abraham Lincoln. History, <laughs> like, try, try, try teaching history without mentioning any LGBTQ people. You're yeah. going to have a very, half those forefathers... It like to being called daddy in, in, in bed by another guy. And I, I think it's like that's the founding daddies. The fa- yeah, yeah, no, that's my that's my my friend, my friend Sam Morrison. He has a show called The Founding Daddies. Are you serious? Yeah, Damn yeah, he does. It's and, and that's how I know about he he has a lot of great bits about all the presidents who were who were probably gay. And oh, I, I have to watch it. I say, yo, he's he's fantastic comedian, Sam Morrison. Have him on. And um please uh he that that's that's the thing it's like that law you're like okay you don't even know there are no more products that were designed by gay people like really take it all the way take it all the way and see how that school functions <laughs> you know what even even take lgbtq out of the alphabet take it out of the alphabet when you teach it okay you want to play this game that's you want to like, play this game lean the fuck in. yeah it's about it's the same yeah you you can start wow. calling it the the vibe well, no more Bible. Like it's the Bible. Banning teachers from talking about uh, LGBTQ people or banning them from talking about CRT, even though none of them were teaching about that. Mm-hmm. Just telling them what to say, passing laws. That is like much more, much more fucking serious than this, all this Joe Rogan stuff, but it gets like none of the attention. Yeah, it's true. Thanks, algorithm. And <laughs> our final story today, Republicans accidentally agree to banning the Bible from schools after hearing about its content. So there's been a lot of talk lately yes. about banned books, it. including Mouse. We spoke about that a week or two ago. So this comedy duo, The Good Liars, they went out and found a couple of conservatives on the street to see how they felt about the Christian Bible remaining so accessible oh, to children. That. But, of course, they didn't say they were talking about the Bible. They said, well, in this book, two people get their dad drunk to have sex with them. And they're like, oh, yeah, we def- the people on the street, the conservatives like, are like, oh, should yeah, we, we be should we be teaching our children about a, a big hot bush? <laughs> <laughs> that spicy bush. Yeah. There's so much that goes on in that book. I was just talking about this in the last episode, too. Like, yeah. uh, so we're all in agreement. Anyway, let's move on to um, Bless, Smite, and Second Coming. And what this is, John Marco, is we recap the episode and, well, we talk about the things that we liked and bless them. And we talk about the things that we hated and smite them. And then the things we want to see more of, we give that our second coming award. So, um, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, Jesus, do you want to show us how it's done? Sure, sure. So I will, of course, bless John Marco for coming on the podcast today. And your your edgy humor, like, oh, my God. I was <laughs> I'm not sure I was expecting all of that. <laughs> but it was awesome. So thank you so much. Do you like, um, do you enjoy being called edgy or no? Uh, I don't, <laughs> you know, I, I like it more than being called like, sometimes people think I'm a family friendly comedian. I think cause I mm-hmm. smile sometimes on stage. Right. Like a Bob I, Saget <laughs> type. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of that same thing where I'm like, I don't want to be considered that I'm uh, <laughs> uh but edgy. The problem is edgy has that term. I like dark. For me, dark, dark humor is 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 a is a cool thing. It's okay. a less uh, charged word. Like yes. edgy is used as also as like an insult, you know. Sure, mm. or dirty. Dirty can be an insult, and like you know, I I think sometimes, uh, and I I I learned this once. I once uh, 
called a comedian, I was like, oh, she's she's like a dirty comedian. I meant it as a compliment. <laughs> but like when you say dirty, sometimes it's like, oh, well, that's all they have or or mm-hmm. or or that like that's that's less than. And that's never what I intended. But I mm-hmm. think like unfortunately that's the connotation. But I get bummed. Sometimes there's dirty shows in New York and I'm like, oh, I'm dirty. I can <laughs> be dirty. dirty. Put me on, on put me on the I actually I've been working I this is a, a new religious one I've been working on. So I'm Jewish, but my, my girlfriend, she was raised Orthodox. Uh-huh. Like intensely Jewish. And she's been teaching me all about Jewish uh customs and culture. Like like a couple of weeks ago, she was giving uh-huh. me a, she was giving me a blowjob. I heard her go <laughs> and <laughs> for a second I was I was for a second I was flattered and she explained she was just saying a prayer for me to wrap it up. <laughs> So put me on your dirty show. I'm dark. I'm dirty. I'm edgy. I can be family friendly if the money's right. So I'm whatever you need. I'm a comedian. I, like, I like the term funny comedian. Funny, That's, of course. Yeah. Yes. But it was dark and I loved it. I loved it. Um, I want to smite this GOP bill, banning talking about LGBTQ people, and second coming, mm-hmm. more... I'm honestly living for all the embarrassing headlines about Joe Rogan and Spotify. I just <laughs> like watching Spotify squirm after their hundred million dollar investment. So and him for that matter. Yeah, yeah, but like that's him. That's him. They knew what they were getting. They yeah. should have expected all this. So I'm kind of enjoying all this. The popcorn, right? I would also like to bless John Marco for joining us today. Thanks, man. Thank you. It's made me laugh so much. And send us all your comedian friends. They can all be on the podcast. I, I, I will give you a list of very good, very good guests to have. Sweet. That's awesome. I would like to, I think I could bless something else too. No, I like to bless our discussion of comedy. I, I thought that was well-timed and fun. I would like to smite. Uh, hmm. Who should I smite, Jesus? Uh, Joe Rogan? Sure. Sure. Real original. Um, <laughs> the Republicans accidentally maybe, agreeing to ban yeah, the Yeah, Republicans. Bible. That always works. Uh, and se- second coming, more tweets from Whitney Cummings. <laughs> Discussion of what she has to say. Uh, I think I came around and I'm on your side. John Marco, would you like to give this a try? If this, uh, Yes, I'd love to. So... Uh, let's see. I would like to bless all, all the times in the in the conversation that I like use jokes that I tell on stage, but I pretended they were off the cuff. <laughs> I love that. I, I'd love to bless those moments. Sometimes it's seamless. Sometimes you can really hear me go. All right. So, oh, that's like on this one. Huh? I think the thing I want to smite is I, I have two smites, which feels on brand. One is like talking the 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 trying to define comedy as opposed to just doing it like it's listen it's fun to do sometimes but like sometimes there's so many comedians like they they get all tangled up trying to define what the thing is and i'm like well just make someone laugh that's all Mm -hmm. you gotta do there's there's just it can be fun to talk about but then sometimes your timeline is flooded with everyone's opinion on what comedy is and then you get one of those whitney coming tweets and you're like okay i think we have lost the thread i think we have officially lost the thread of what comedy is and we're not talking about comedy but my here's my other thing to smite and i want to say this as clearly as i can where like the it does feel spotify has been underpaying artists for forever they currently don't have a bunch of stand-up comedy albums on their platform because they were refusing to recognize normally with with i don't know if you've talked about it but with songs they pay a certain amount because you're a songwriter and a certain amount because of the performance for comedy they only pay for the performance element and not the writing element so spotify has been a problem and we many people including myself have said well we're still going to give spotify our money because they're a big platform and right now there's this moment of like leaving spotify but i mean spotify has been over people in all sorts of ways for a very long time so i don't know if there's a degree of righteousness over leaving it now and i think there's like if people were upset about it they should have been upset about someone getting a hundred million dollars while all the artists were being underpaid to begin with 
And I do think the Joe Rogan thing is, it is like a complicated matter in terms of like, okay, are we going to say we need to kick people off platforms uh, as, as are we going to do this again and again for the rest of our lives? Mm. And ultimately, are they just going to go to, are they, yeah, are they going to go just to a different hundred million? Neil Young went to Amazon and it's like, are we going to all pretend to forget all the problems we have with Amazon? Ah. <laughs> like it, it's it's sometimes these people will leave and they'll just they're following will follow them to a different platform or, or they'll go to a different platform that's equally problematic the real problem is the amount of power we have given to these companies and the the algorithms that we have Break all allowed ourselves to be exploited by and addicted to and Hashtag break them up and sorry, sorry. which I'm, which just, is, I'm getting fired up i i agree I agree, and we're just sometimes it's like, well, we're removing uh, warts and not acknowledging the fact that we have uh, the disease. Did you just announce your run for <laughs> something? I think I'll the, follow you anywhere, sir. The the Rock and I will both be <laughs> hell yeah, both be running. What is your Rock story? What happened with the Rock? Uh, well, so The Rock, I just made some joke. He talked about showering three times a day, and I made right. jokes about how that's weird. And right. he he's somehow between all, all the... I found your tweet. Yeah. He, between the pull-ups and the, the, the meals and the movies and the interviews, he, he responded, not weird at all. I work out, you know, this is why I shower three times a day. And everyone started... It was fun because I was getting dragged online, but for something I don't, I don't feel it personally... It was so cute. It was people, like a meat cute. People were calling me stinky though, and like what? if you call me a, a bad how comedian, many, how many death threats? Uh, just, just that you stink. Thank God. <laughs> okay. And so You're it's welcome. one of these things. I'm like, well, that doesn't really hurt my feelings because yeah. if I do stink, that's that's you easily <laughs> I, I can remedy that pretty quickly. Um, and I recognized a battle that I could not win, so I immediately mm-hmm. backpedaled, mm-hmm. Um, like a uh, reverse Lance Armstrong. And I said, oh, Mr. Rock, you know, we went to the same college. You actually saw me in a production yes. of Hello, Dolly when yes. I was in college. And uh, he, he remembered. He remembered uh, or his assistant did and wrote back <laughs> something very sweet. And um, so are you going to be his sidekick in the next Jungle Cruise or what? Is this happening? Uh, as long as he continues not endorsing Joe Rogan. <laughs> then I'll stand by him, but no, I will. I will do whatever The Rock wants me to do, um, and uh, you know, I'm I'm not above selling out. So, yeah. well, you know, we're still on Spotify too because I think it's important for us to be heard, and uh, at every platform that exists. And I think that, oh, I'm pulling my podcast from Spotify is just a way to get attention right now. Um, I switched. I stopped using Spotify, though, and I switched to Apple Music because they're free from sin. Right, Jesus? And um, but <laughs> no. mostly because the, the HD quality issue I've discovered. Very yeah. passionate about it. God I claims really... he can hear the high res music. I, I, I'm quite satisfied with Spotify Dude. and my AirPods. It's there. There's a big difference. Like I don't, I can't believe that. No, how did I get snookered into this playlist culture? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, I, I'm sorry. I like my ear holes getting f-ed real hard. <laughs> sorry. Go on. Finish your. Did you do your second coming yet, John Marco? Uh, I uh, the second you so many times. The second coming. Um, I guess just just talking about my podcast that you should listen to, which is the downside. <laughs> And I yeah. hope you, I hope you come back to it as uh, many, many times. Well, <laughs> yeah. Did I just get invited onto your podcast? Is that are we doing uh, this? Yeah, yeah. We we can we can totally schedule it. That'd be very cool. We'll, we'll say, okay, we got you on air now, or we'll send Moses if you're more comfortable. But <laughs> <laughs> with another Jew, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to end the show, folks. It's time for your new commandment. I said I wasn't going to be doing new commandments anymore, but damn it. I feel really passionate about this one. Thou shalt ban the Bible, damn it. Thou shalt pull it from the stores, from the hotel rooms, and like digitally erase it online. Delete the Bible. I didn't even write it, and it makes me look like a total prick. 
In fact, it makes me look like a bigot. And I'm not, damn it. F*** off. Thou shalt ban the Bible and delete it from existence and whitewash the fact that I may have been problem, you know, problematic. Problematic in the past. Okay. Also, there's a guy named Seaman in the Olympics. His name is Seaman. It's super funny. And I hope he wins <laughs> Olympic gold. The Lord has spoken. <laughs>